0: Welcome to the cocoon where the 99% transform into 100%. I'm your host Michael Baker and you're listening to The Open Door Podcast series. Please welcome my guest from Portland, Oregon, Greg Allen. Hey Michael. Well, hey. <laughs> it's good to see you. It's good to be here with you. It's good to be with you too. How are you doing today? What's happening?
1: Today is pretty chill. Um, Probably highlighted so far by picking up
0: this framed picture of my mom. I see that, yes. So, you know, well, first of all, for those of you who don't know Greg, Greg Allen is a yoga teacher and the owner of the Recording and Community Center called the Hollowed Halls. Yeah, and a musician. And a musician. He's really a musician. You know, that's one thing before we talk about your mom. That I have it. That has to happen. I have to see you perform. I have to see you perform something. Listening, your, your, your stuff is amazing, but I want to see you. When's yeah. that going to happen? Uh, whenever we want. Hmm. Come over sometime. I think that that would be great. That yeah. would be wonderful. What are you, do you doing tonight? Like at- tonight, I'm volunteering here at Kabu. It's a nice place to volunteer. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I I'm doing the that. phones
0: tonight. <laughs> I'm putting in my time. <laughs> yeah, KB was awesome. Yeah, it is. Uh, we'll make that happen for okay. sure. Okay. Yes, he's talented all around. And uh, I'm looking at it here at a picture of his mother um, playing a guitar. And when you walk into the halled Halls, um, there's the big studio space. We call you call that Studio A. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The live room. The live room. Yeah. It's a b- wonderful room. Um, and we're going to get into someone who some some uh, artist that just recorded there. But uh, when you walk into this space, there is a. It seems I I call it the shrine. We all call it the shrine. I don't think yeah, you that. but it looks like a little shrine. And you're like, well, who's that woman? It had been
1: uh, referred to. Uh, As the percussion shelf for a while, because there's some shelves with a bunch of various, you know, tambourines and shakers and whatnot. Right. Um, But, yeah, we decided, Tina and I, that that would be a wonderful place to put this portrait of my mom that I had gotten from Nana after Nana passed away. And we were going through her possessions, and I took this photo of my mom in her her wedding dress, and I thought, oh, maybe that would be a good... Not necessarily for that shrine. I put it over the front door first, but I thought that would be a great thing to have at the studio to uh, invoke her presence because I think of her as the, yeah, the matriarch or the, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, the matron saint of the space. Honoring 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 her, yeah, because I was able to start the business because because of that, of uh, yeah, what I inherited when she died. So, and she was a creative person. She was a musician and a music therapist. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Um, but the bridal picture confuses people. Mm-hmm. You know, I love to honor her. And sometimes after a really sweet event, I'll be cleaning up by myself. It's late at night. And I'll feel something. I'll, like, I'll look at that picture, and there's some aliveness to her mm. smile there. You know, she enjoys the offering of the mm. creativity and the joy mm-hmm. that we uh, host there. I can tell. Um but most people get confused by, you know, who's this bride? You know, what's the story there? Who is that? Um, so it's high time to put a more musical-themed picture of her. So there's this lovely picture of her playing guitar that I found in an old photo album. Blew it up. Just picked it up from the framing shop. And I also uh, have a plaque on the way oh. that tells the story briefly of who she was and why she's there. see. Um So that'll be good. That's good. And the plan is to give that photo of her as a bride to my dad because he was kind of like, oh, I want that too. When I was first like, oh, maybe that could go at the Hallowed Halls. He gave it to me, but I think he'll be happy to have it. And she is honestly his bride. So I I
0: think that makes sense. Beautiful choice. And it is a gorgeous picture and a great story. Um, You know, there's lots of stories, uh, but uh, she's just a very beautiful woman. And how old was she at that time? I'm not exactly
1: sure how old she was in this photograph. So I turned my head to look at the picture. Yes, you did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, probably in her mid 30s. Okay, this is right before she had you. Right before uh, yeah. she yeah had me before
0: she got cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, what a beautiful mother. And so wonderful to have you honor her and i know she feels that when i say feel that you know we don't i don't see her but you know we we sense energies if we can
1: i do there are Um, beings invisible beings all around us absolutely
0: life is you know life is an amazing thing okay all right, see, we're gonna. I could. I'm looking at you. We're gonna start going all these places, these mysterious places. Got stay on track, Mike. <laughs> stay on track. Come on. All right, we're here today. <laughs> no, we're talking about. Um, you're. 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 We're going to be really highlighting you these next few months and um, your space and because um, we've got some things going on. And uh, so I'd like to talk about that right now, about what you're doing, what you're doing with the Halled Halls. It is such a great space. I keep saying that because that room is amazing. We just did an event there. Um, Everybody had a great time. Everybody's asking a lot of questions about it. And I have yet to go to another one of your events, which has to happen. Um, But tell us a little about what's going on at the Halled Halls and what you have happening.
1: Yeah. So... You know, we do our best to stay booked as a recording studio, so we uh, have some cool artists coming in. Um, next month, we have a bunch of days booked with the March 4th Marching Band. Okay,
0: tell us about that. People don't know that they're not from Portland, or if they are. I mean, March 4th is yeah. really cool.
1: So they're cool. They're kind of like, um, you know, a funky marching band, and then they're all about the stage presence and dancing and uh It's just really fun music to get down to. Their vibe is just incredible. Um, Yeah, and the Hallett Halls is a perfect space for a band like that because Mm -hmm. they're big, you know, maybe 20, 30 people. I don't know how many, and they're loud. And not too many recording studios can comfortably fit a big, loud project like that. But that's sort of, you know, besides being able to have events, you know, having an audience, we can also host a big orchestra or band or something like that. Um, so that's exciting. You know, ever since we opened the space, I've always dreamed like more choruses, more orchestras, more mm-hmm. big, you know, orchestral band type of ensembles. So, yeah, it's happening. Like Pink Martini? I would love to get Pink Martini. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I did reach out to them. Their manager responded to me, which mm-hmm. was nice. Good. Not everyone I reach out to responds to me. Right. But, um, yeah, still working on that okay. one. Okay.
0: Yeah, orchestra. Um, Have you had an orchestra in there before?
1: We've had, uh, you know, like uh, chamber uh, Mm -hmm. ensembles, like quartets, quintets, that sort of thing. The uh, Broken Consorts probably the closest thing we've had to an orchestra. And they did a recording session. They're part of a group called the Big Mouth Society, which is a local organization in Portland. And uh, since then, they've come back to give a few concerts. And they're mostly a chorus, but they have some orchestral instruments I see. as well. And uh, they're a great, um, yeah, sort of just local partner in that they share a bit of our our vision. And
0: um, this is Big Mouth Society. Big Mouth Society. And, and, uh, uh, so yeah. they have a specific mission. What do they? What's their focus?
1: Yeah, so basically they want, when I first met them, the impression that I got was like they want to make
0: sure that musicians are getting fairly compensated. Mm -hmm. In what manner? What does that mean? You know, you have live performances and of course then you have, you know, recording contracts or what do they mean by that?
1: Yeah, all of that. Yeah, just musicians tend to um, probably give their services away for Mm -hmm. less than they're worth Mm -hmm. um, just because artists aren't as valued in society for as much as they could be as much as they need to be so a lot of musicians are struggling even if they you know are immensely talented and are offering so much just because of the way our value system is right now right, right. um so they want to support different communities and just kind of like we do people of color inner city youth immigrants refugees people who might not have the platform who might not, you know, be able to really share their voice. Right. Um, because they've been underserved in one way or another.
0: So they're a good group to be partnered with. And do they come to uh, do events there, specific type of events, or what What do they do?
1: Yeah, they have a series of concerts throughout the okay. year. And then so uh, this, I think, uh, this coming Sunday, maybe, it will have aired by the time... By the time this is aired, the concert will have happened. I see. But, um, yeah, each concert is sort of themed around one thing or another that's politically or socially conscious. Mm. So um, this one is about empowering women, and Mm. um, they're performing the works of female composers from across history. Um, whose voices were maybe trying to be stamped out or, you know, they were rebellious women mm. who weren't supposed to be rebellious. writing music during their time, but they did anyway. Wow. And uh, so this concert is called Sirens Interrupted. Mm. And
0: yeah. That sounds wonderful. I've never, Do you know any of these uh, artists, these women, these females who... Uh, um, I hadn't heard of any of them, no. Mm.
1: But you can read the little blurb about uh, who they all are. On our website, if you go to thehalothalls.com. It's on there. It's on there Slash there upcoming. Okay. It's on there now, as in... As in. Today. February 28th. when you're listening to this, <laughs> I don't know if in, it'll still in, be up there. In
0: next week land, in March. Yeah. New yeah. March. Okay. Yeah. So I that
1: see. particular show is March 4th. Okay. Which is also the name of the marching March band fan. who's yes, coming in later <laughs> in the month.
0: Ah, fantastic. Okay. So... You've also
1: y- did you have something? Well, uh, yeah, I did want to share about one other. There's a lot of great upcoming things, but maybe we can't talk about them all in such right. detail. Um, there's at least two others that I think are of note besides the what we're do what we're doing together. Yeah. Uh, so one of them is also in March, sort of sharing the space with the March Fourth Marching Band. That'll be interesting. Hmm. This is um, a spiritual teacher of mine. Her name is Shambhavi. Her organization is called Jayakula. Jayakula, Which is Sanskrit Ooh. for victory family. Oh. Jaya is like victory and Kula is family. Okay. Um, yeah. And so she's a teacher who has been influential on me and sort of helping shape my view and my spiritual outlook. Um, yes. And she is coming to Portland. Hmm. She used to live here. Then she moved to Portland, Maine, and (laughs) visits a few times a year to Portland, Oregon, to give teachings. And she's always in a new uh, event space looking for some place to host her. And um, so she's coming to the Hallowed Halls, and I'm very honored Mm. um, to be able to host her and to have the energy of these teachings in the space is something I'm excited about.
0: What's the date of that?
1: That's uh, towards the end of March, maybe. Um, okay.
0: Yeah, the 22nd to the 25th. 22nd to the 25th. Okay. she's gonna. Is she going to be there every day? Or is she just doing one, one Yeah, show? no,
1: it's like uh, two days of evening teachings and then four days of afternoon
0: teachings. Oh, interesting. Okay, I'm, I'm very interested in that.
1: Yeah. Um, so she's all just about waking people up. Mm. You know, get connected to your essence. Get connected um, to yourself. Realize who you are. Which is, you know, this much bigger idea than most people realize. Most people, all of us, you know, included.
0: You must connect me to her Um, when she's
1: in. We think we're these smaller, limited beings, and she's like, "No, you're, you're unlimited," you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, waking people up—that's what she's about. Embodying wisdom. Hmm. Okay, so she'll be there, and. Yeah, and then uh, just confirmed the other day, uh, someone we were talking about on the podcast last time, BB McGill, Bebe. talking about her um, hmm. yogis of color class. Yes, that she yes, teaches. I was
0: just talking to someone else about this. Yes,
1: so Tell that's me. happening at the Hallett Halls. When May sixth. Oh my goodness! And it will be accompanied by like maybe some live African drumming. Oh, or my other gosh. world music.
0: Oh. Um, yeah. So that's exciting. So if people. Did not hear your podcast before you know uh Bibi McGill is the former uh lead guitarist for beyonce beyonce the beyonce the, the i think the only beyonce knows you
1: have to I, specify
0: <laughs> excuse me i don't i've never heard anybody call else beyonce but, yeah you know i'm sure there is um, maybe it's like a people are probably naming their kids beyonce. exactly now they 're like now. beyonce beyonce <laughs> <laughs> um Yes, so that's fascinating. I definitely want her. We're, you have to connect me to her as well. I want to get these guys in here and, uh, and Yeah, I'm that. sure she'd love to talk to you. Yeah, she sounds really fascinating. She's very humble,
1: so, down to earth. Yeah, when I, I first met her, I was like, oh my God, guitarist from Beyonce. <laughs> you know, having that <laughs> like, celebrity. Are you a, are you uh, a
0: starstrucker?
1: <laughs> you know, it happens. <laughs> Most of the time when I meet someone who is famous and has this reputation, yeah. they're yeah. a very chill, humble person. Right sometimes they kind of have a arrogance about right. them and um that's sort of more what i would expect but i've actually over and over again been so delightfully surprised that they're just humble down-to-earth people isn't that amazing um so bb yeah, i just met her at a yoga studio where we were both teaching and um yeah i just felt really uh relaxed in her presence mm. right away and uh We've becoming better friends
0: a little bit since then. And what's her goal? What is she? What's her? You said this I, you'd is... have to ask her. that. Ah, I don't see. want to speak for there her. There you go. Okay. But um, briefly, at least, with
1: these uh, yogis of color mm-hmm. crushing it, yoga classes, <laughs> um, she wants to have as just a safe space for people who identify as a person of color, right, um, to come practice yoga where in Portland, especially, it might feel intimidating or just non-inclusive for people of color mm-hmm. to be part of the yoga community. But yoga is really a healing practice for anyone. Yes. Even though it's kind of this fitness fad for posh, you know, liberal, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. It has this uh reputation of maybe not being for everybody. So Yogi's really, BB is really saying no.
0: Uh, right. Let us include everybody. I I think that that is Absolutely wonderful. Because It's
1: really an indigenous practice, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's been appropriated. It's been
0: put into the new age culture. But well, yeah. we ha- we have to remember. I mean, we're 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 speaking as Americans right now. Okay, this you know, other cultures. I mean, cultures. We're all. You know, the is it the melting pot or the combination? America pot? is a strange place.
1: It because is because we're all so disconnected, very from our ancestors. Very. Yeah, our ancestors literally came here to start over again. Right. So. Or maybe in some cases. More broader, they were forced yeah. to come yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. So in either case, it's hard to um, yeah, connect to something like indigenous wisdom as an American because that's, yeah, backwards from
0: the mainstream. You know, it's as if um, we'd really just forgot who we, are. we were. Uh, again, you know, yes, we came over here to start over, to... Um, um, you know, people were, you know, wanted freedom um, and it's turned into other things, you know, and I'm not saying those things are all bad or uh, or they're bad. I'm just saying that um, we definitely have had our struggles in the last two, three hundred years, you know, in the founding of America, um, you know, uh, the indigenous culture that was here. You know, we've I mean, where is that? You know, we, we've we lost these connections to the old um into nature and to yes and and, yeah. and and all of these cultures were connected to nature, and you talk about you know you say african Americans if that's what people are saying um africa they're they were very they're very well connected to to nature, but when we come again you know to the western aspect of it um you know we're 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 all about the outward the technology and the this and the that and the, the left brain, and you know go for it, and you know uh, become wealthy or or war or whatever it may be. And I'm not saying that cultures from the past didn't do this. I'm saying that there's an aspect of what we um, we valued the most. Right. And we've, 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 we've really gotten disconnected with that. And so to me, you know, what BB's doing is really it's saying this is for you as well. Remember yourself. You know, right. Do this. It's not some sort of white thing you know, <laughs> you know, a white person's thing because we see it, you know, on TV with the yoga, you know, suits and everything. Um, it's not. And so I, I think that that's amazing that she's uh, able to give a, a different face to that and an image to that. And so I'm going to be all on board. I definitely am going to uh, talk to her. So,
1: yeah. So it feels really good to be able to partner with her and collaborate
0: yeah. with her and yeah, be a supportive ally in this. See, um. This cause. Look at all the things that you're doing at that space. Okay. So you got some things coming up. And then and then I'm excited on April 22nd, which is yeah. Earth Day. Right? That's right. Earth, Earth Day. Day. Uh, we're going to be doing an event featuring none other than Greg Allen doing yoga. Yeah. I'll be teaching
1: a yoga class. You're going to do a, teach- a yoga class. Which will be the first time I'm teaching a yoga class at the Hallowed Halls. <laughs> That's so which crazy. Which is something that... You know, has been talked about for a while, right? You know, Greg, you could do a yoga class there. Oh yeah, I'd like to do that. You know, but thanks to you, Michael, it's finally on the calendar. See, (laughs) moving that energy—that's what I
0: do. (laughs) Yeah, because once it happens once, (laughs) that's right. Then it's already happened. Then there's momentum there. That's right. And I just—and I've never. Seeing you do yoga, I've never. Actually, act, actually, at the last event, you were doing some stretches. I was going. I was testing out some pants, <laughs> which I'm actually wearing today. You are. Yeah. You are wearing those Are they working for you? Oh yeah, I love them. Those are. So you got those from Thomas. Yeah. From Hugar. Shout out to Hugar. All right. Clothing. Woohoo. Yeah. <laughs> love your clothes. Those are. Those are. I know everybody that's come on here loves these clothes, and um, yeah, they look good. The, so the- pant, I had had some pants that were similar to these, but mm-hmm.
1: they were too tight mm-hmm. in the crotch area, and I couldn't do many of my favorite yoga poses in them. Oh, really? So I was always disappointed. They were comfortable, but I couldn't uh, do all my stretches in them. So when I saw these pants, I was like, well, they have to pass the test. you know. <laughs> if I'm going to buy a pair of pants that are so similar to these others, they need to be better than them uh so yes so there you go you saw a few demonstrations of a few poses i did but um, this will be a little different because i won't i'll be demonstrating but i'll also be instructing and holding space for uh, other people when i'm teaching it's not about me doing the poses right
0: yeah okay so tell us what you expect if people have never gone to yoga class which i'm assuming there's going to be some people that have um you're not going to obviously do an advanced one no okay so kind of what would you expect what do we what can we expect you know by taking
1: yeah so yoga at its essence is not really for me anyway about the poses that you're doing Mm -hmm. Um, it's really not a physical practice Mm. at its essence okay it includes movement um but it's really uh more an attitude and an awareness of breath so just an attitude of openness and uh, awareness of your breath, awareness of your body, sensitivity to just how you're feeling. So it's really at its essence about being aware of how you're feeling, how you're breathing, how your body is moving. And so from there, yeah, you can do a lot of poses. There's, you know, scores, you know, mm-hmm. books upon books, texts about all the different ways you can move your body that might feel good. And so. A basic yoga class includes some of the most fundamental ways to move and stretch and strengthen your body that feel good for most bodies. Okay. Um, yeah, but maybe not everybody. Right. So there's always that element of check in with yourself. hmm mm-hmm. Yeah, I like to say advanced yoga isn't about... You know, twisting yourself into a pretzel or whatever, doing a handstand, whatever, yeah, backflip, whatever you might think like is super impressive, advanced yoga. No, it's really about Mm. how honest can you be. I see. Like if you're showing up and moving in this way is painful, can you honor that instead of trying to look a certain way or be, you know, have this edge of competition or Mm -hmm. uh, whatever? That's not practicing yoga. That's taking yourself out of your body, out of your breath out of your awareness when you entertain that thought of oh, I need to push a little harder because you know there's a cute girl next to me. <laughs>
0: okay. So you you threw that one at me That Or a guy. You are right. Or, we'll, well we'll we'll hear <laughs> here hear this. So people um I you know even myself like I said, I've actually I do my own yoga. I do the thing called the five rights. I've said this before. Um but that's you know, I've never taken a yoga class. I've never um, been instructed ever, you know, by yoga. I mean, I, yes, I see it. Um, and I've done some of the things that I've seen on TV, but um, it is different when you are, um, uh, I think, than what most people think. It's not about, you um, know, all just the stretches and trying to get all the strength. Um, there's something deeper uh, to this, and it is, what I'm hearing from you, uh, becoming aware of yourself.
1: Yeah. yeah for me ultimately it's a spiritual practice you do the physical parts of the practice so that you can actually uh, feel comfortable in your body Right. and then what do you do once you're feeling comfortable in your body you just sit and you breathe and you just allow the experience of your breath and your body and all of your senses to just be in presence with life
0: I would like to ask a question there's a lot
1: of wisdom in that
0: moment I'd like to ask a question about that wisdom in the moment. Um, when you say when you can feel your body, what does that mean? What do you think happening? What does that mean when you can feel your body? Well, you know, I don't
1: know if it's particular to our culture, but um, we spend a lot of time in our heads. Mm, you know, right? especially those of us who do a lot of work on computers. we mm-hmm. Um kind of disconnected from our bodies. And maybe we're not paying attention to the ways we're moving or the things we're eating or, you know. Um, Yeah. So when you practice yoga, when you're breathing and you're stretching and you're moving, and then you come to a a place of stillness, you have a lot of awareness in your muscles Mm. just because of the way you've been moving and breathing. Uh, Awareness throughout your whole body that you might not have really had before. Like, how often are you really aware of your toes or your butt or, you know, whatever, name your body part. But when you're really stretching and breathing into all these spaces, you bring aliveness there, you bring awareness there. So then you're feeling just more of yourself, and more fullness,
0: more awakeness, more aliveness. Mm. Uh, yeah. What about people when they, you know, people like that are in pain? Does does that make you feel more pain because you're aware of your body? I mean, what are your experiences with doing yoga with people who have had pain in their body? Yeah, that's a really good question.
1: And that kind of goes back to what I was initially saying about advanced yoga is not about what it looks like on the outside so much, Mm -hmm. but more about your attitude and honoring yourself, how you're showing up. So, yeah, I I actually teach a class um, regularly with a group called Living Yoga. Mm -hmm. and the training that they offer is called Trauma-Informed Yoga and what they do, they're an organization of volunteers and um, they teach classes in places like prisons, rehab centers, Mm. detox centers you know battered women's shelters Mm. uh, juvenile detention centers etc. Populations who have experienced trauma, people who are in recovery, um, people who are In need of some connection to their body because they've been so traumatized or on drugs or whatever it may be Um, So yeah in those cases Teaching yoga to people who probably do have pain who aren't your typical person who walks into a yoga studio You want to be especially careful to emphasize don't do what doesn't feel good, right? Um, And so there are ways to do yoga poses modified in order to ease, you know uh, use props blocks and bolsters and straps Etc uh, So you ease yourself into a pose you don't just throw yourself into something because mm-hmm. even people who might be more physically fit still hurt themselves, right. if they're not adopting that more careful attitude of Awareness every breath right and being honest with themselves every breath So yeah, there are forms of yoga that are specifically tailored to bodies that might not move uh you know as fluid you like yeah your typical young and fit mm-hmm. person so there's right. therapeutic yoga there's trauma informed yoga there's gentle yoga and in my class i really aim to hold a space to allow for multi multi levels mm. of practice so if someone is more experienced and comfortable in their body You know, I like to know, Okay, how can you deepen and advance, advance in air quotes, Mm -hmm. this pose? And then maybe if you're more in pain or more stiff or whatever, how can you modify this pose and make it a little easier?
0: I see. Okay. well, well, I'm excited uh, for that time to come. And so. that's going to be April twenty second. That we're going to be high. we're going to be doing lots of things that day. That's a whole day workshop. Um, it's called Spring Healing. Is spring that correct? Healing is what we're calling it. So because you know why, because that's just what we did (laughs) and it's springtime and it's spring healing, Uh, getting, uh, we're going to do some meditations. We're going to do some, uh, you know, co-creation and focusing on, um, how to be creative and conscious with your creativity. Talk about new economy things, feed you very well, uh, healing foods, uh, discuss some herbals, um, and do some other things. So, uh, check that out at our website and, uh, um, also at the Halled Halls, we're going to have something up there this time. Because you're yeah, going to put, send me a flyer. Yeah, we're going to send you a flyer. So, um, all right. With that said, since you're going to be doing all these e- e- events at uh, at the Hald Halls, um, you're going to be doing more than just events. There's a lot happening. You're going to put up a Patreon page. Yes. Yeah, that's the plan. All right. And so, those of you who do know what Patreon is, um, it is a web platform that allows really kind of started off for musicians to be honest with you and artists who weren't who are being under you know underserved i should say or uh, not getting their due um and so this allows basically people to um i don't want to call it crowdfunding it's more being a patronage it's on a monthly basis that you can uh contribute go ahead funds you know i was just
1: gonna say patreon and patronage is kind of just like yes masculine right word um, it is. So right. I, I think, like, just, you know, supporter. Supporting, right. Is a better word. Although the platform is called Patreon. Right. Um, women are welcome to support, <laughs> right. too. Right. But, yeah, that's what it's about. And so you want us to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, so we recently wrote out a, a mission statement yeah. for the Hallett Hall. So I thought maybe I'd share that and then talk about, you know, why the Patreon, why you'd be interested in supporting our mission
0: yes please share okay
1: so this is freshly printed out and put up on our door all looks right pretty good at the hallowed halls we serve the community by providing an affordable inclusive and state-of-the-art recording facility for musicians podcasters filmmakers and artists we also provide a beautiful gathering space for community events including weddings concerts conferences and educational workshops we give artists innovators thought leaders and and Creative Visionaries, an elevated platform to shift culture in a connective, sustainable direction. Beautiful. And there was enough room for a little quote <laughs> on there. <laughs> and what's the quote? A quote says, artists are the gatekeepers of truth. We are civilization's radical voice. Yeah. Who is that by? It's a jazz singer who I honestly hadn't heard of before, hmm. but, uh, but a wise guy named Paul Robeson. Paul Robeson.
0: Yeah. What did he play? He was a singer. Oh, he was a singer. He's Never. a face,
1: really. Yeah, yeah. I, I just that. barely looked him up. You know, I was reading quotes about artists because you know I was looking yeah. for something to capture that idea of mm-hmm. you know the role that artists play in society and yeah. why you know we really need to value artists because yes. they're you're kind of channeling uh, visions and wisdom in a way that really define generations and really shift Culture. cultural movements. You know. I was just uh, having lunch with Tina the other day. Tina. You
0: say Tina quite... They don't know who Tina is. Tina Tina? is my beloved partner. Okay, there we go.
1: So we were uh, having lunch and the song came on the radio. It was like uh, the Smashing Pumpkins or something, (laughs) I think. And uh, she was like, man, this just sounds like the 90s. (laughs) And then we were reflecting, like, isn't that cool how something about art or music really captures a moment of time? Yeah. Uh, So, yeah at the Hallet halls we just want to really support that and so the community can participate in what we're doing okay with this patreon so and so what are the, the contributing resources and yeah uh, so you can well. sign up you know give five bucks a month ten bucks a month mm-hmm. there'll be tears and um, it says if you want to empower musicians if you want to uplift innovative ideas amplify diverse voices you know be inclusive And create social change, you know, call in this world that we all want, which is, you know, more sustainability, more connection, more sharing of resources, creating a better world. Um, What's cool is that our building is housed in this old library. Yeah. And the vision of this structure originally was just that, to empower people, Mm. to help immigrants and poor people, to have a resource, to have a public space where they could go and educate themselves so that they could make Mm. a living and, you know, provide a life for themselves and their families. So we're just continuing that legacy, but, you know, as a recording studio and
0: as an event space. um, I love it. I absolutely love it. And... So what do you get if you're on the Patreon right. page? You gotta there has to be exchange. Right. Right. So if we give five or ten dollars a month,
1: whatever that may be, or whatever. Right. So we're still, you know, figuring out all the details. But okay. basically it would just be sort of a behind the scenes look at what's going on here. Okay. So we post some stuff on our social media, but for people supporting our Patreon, there'll be exclusive things. So photos, videos, interviews with engineers, musicians, whoever's coming through for different events, we're gonna just really share that inside story with people who are wanting to
0: participate in what we're doing. Yeah. And someone you know is gonna be a part of that, right? Do tell. Isn't that supposed to be me? Am I gonna be doing some Oh things? yeah, Michael. <laughs> I forgot about you. How could you do that? No, yeah, of
1: course. So okay. Michael, you're such a good interviewer. Yeah. Um You have such a great radio voice. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Don't try too
0: hard. I know. I know. (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah. So when we get special artists and these thought leaders and innovators that we're talking about through the studio, what a great moment to sort of meet them and find out what they're doing and what their story is, etc. And let that be exclusive for our uh, Patreon members. Absolutely, providing that value for them. So you know because so that this, could be a good moment for you to interview B.B., honestly. Absolutely, absolutely. And absolutely. Say like, absolutely. hey, part of what we're doing here is to meet this guy Michael, and you That's guys right. will hit it off. And See, the look, rest will be
0: history. Look at you, you alchemist. <laughs> this, you this, it's already happening. It I'm, is. I'm just kind of like going with it. with it. Yeah, I know. This is it's so it's so fun, and so I'm really excited about that. Um, you know, uh, people. Artist, and, and I say all forms. I love that quote because it really, truly is. I, I feel like for the Hall Halls and in the events that we're going to be doing there and co- collaborating with you, with that is the key. It's saying that you know, art is is life. Um, I, I, I have to share something, and this may sound odd, but I was watching. I've never watched Dave Chappelle. Uh, do you know who Dave Chappelle is? Yeah, of I've first. never ever. Watched him and Chris. I don't, you know, I don't watch comedy stuff. I don't watch TV or much of anything. And it was on, and I was sitting there and I was watching on Netflix and I was like, oh my God. And he, you're brilliant. It wasn't about, let's make some jokes and make you laugh. It was about making you think Mm -hmm. and bringing things down to such a level that things that normally would make you feel so uncomfortable if they were said, but saying it in these manners, it breaks the, 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 the barriers, the ice, <laughs> and allows you to go, wow, I, I was, I was, I'm still th- obviously thinking about it. And that was this last weekend. Um, and that's what art in any form, whether it's music, whether it's, uh, uh, you know, performing, acting or uh, visual arts, whatever that may be, art is here to teach you things that no- in ways that, that your brain... Or your your being normally doesn't mm-hmm. could maybe not accept could not right. handle, and so that's what music. That's why I love you know as a, as a music, as a singer as a performer, we're channeling energy. We're channeling different things. We're that's what you know people will say to me like, you're different on stage. Well, I don't want to say it's just different on stage. It's because you're you're in your zone. You're in your your your. So laser focused on something mm-hmm. that the creative aspects of it is flowing out, and I, I really couldn't explain all of that. But you know, um, totally, it's it's different, um, but it is powerful. And to be able to to see this happen, that you know, uh, uh, to see these things take place, to see artists come together um, and thought leaders share their creative ideas uh, about new ways of being, is literally like that's what feeds my soul.
1: Yes. I mean obviously you're
0: dedicating your whole life to this. I have. Yeah. And I love it, you know? Uh, and so to be able to have a space to do that's what I'm saying. Right. Bravo because we need it. We need the spaces. We need places to do it. And so I'm pushing this and I'm going to push Greg, you know, really hard in the Hall of Halls because it's that important to me, you guys. And so I, I really would ask that you support the Hall of Halls and um when you, you know, in every way this patreon page is going to be up there we're going to create some amazing things come to the events that are there um they really truly are a a a, a wonderful um organization i should say i don't know if you call yourself an organization are you an organization or are you just um a- <laughs> i don't know i think you are you're you know people sure. coming together you know yeah. it's a beautiful thing and we really want to make uh this a space where uh you know like you said, artists and innovators and thought leaders are really highlighted in and, and you get to see things that you maybe haven't before or feel things or and, and yeah. feel things. Yeah. Um, it's very special. So I like
1: the idea that you just planted in my brain of having a stand-up comedy. <laughs> the <hell> <laughs> see, and I actually thought it of was this amazing. once before because I saw this comedian whose podcast yeah. I listened to. He's like, uh, you know, kind of a far-left, uh political, comedian, mm-hmm. very anti-establishment type. Um But I love his take on the news, and I went and saw him, and he was at this, like, historic theater downtown, and it, the vibe was kind of similar to the Hallowed Halls, in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, just the historic building, mm-hmm. kind of the low-key DIY feeling. You know, it felt homey, which is what I like about the Hallowed Halls. People yes. go- walk in there and go like, ah, oh, this feels nice in here, you know? Um... So I thought, oh, maybe the next time this guy comes to town, he could be at the Howard Halls. But, um, yeah, stand-up in general, I agree, is totally a beautiful way to bring someone to a thought or an idea Mm -hmm. in a really uh, fun kind of digestible way. But it's still, you know, a deep thought that you're bringing them to. But you can't just, like you know drop it on them you have to right. tickle them a little bit um <laughs>
0: yeah laughter is, a, is is I love stand up is a healing thing I I honestly haven't done much and I'm I'm just ready I'm ready to see people in action and and co-create um and speaking of uh, you know seeing people in action um at the Hall of Halls you recently we've said this before but you I think we said in the last podcast but you had someone there but I saw the video this this last time. There's two videos. There is you're talking about Vance Joy. Yes, Vance Joy. Vance Joy had that song. What's the what's the famous one? Riptide. Riptide. Okay. And do 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 yeah do do See, I don't do, know my do, heart. Do, 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 do. I obviously w- don't w- either. We'll have to. We'll have to put it. We'll have to inject <laughs> it's it. It's a in very here. catchy <laughs> song. You probably heard it before, or is um
1: But yeah, he. They came. They came and came and, and filmed two gorgeous videos. Live filled, recorded. Yes,
0: at the Halt Halls, yeah. it looked amazing. I mean,
1: how they really did, lucked out because they picked a random day in December in Portland that had sun. And there was beautiful sunlight <laughs> streaming in through the studio. I don't think they were counting on that, but. I don't, it certainly is beautiful.
0: It was amazing. Yeah. I was like, "How?" I'm like, "Did they fake that?" No, it's it was real for sun. real sun. It was beautiful. It so, was kind of a strange winter, you know. Well, it was. It's been a strange yeah. winter here in general. Okay, in Portland, Oregon. I mean, we had sun; it was 60 degrees in February, and then it started snowing. Yeah, um,
1: this was, I think, before the first snow that happened around the holidays. Right.
0: There was a sunny stretch there in early December. It, it, was, it was really odd, but anyway. Uh, the, the, to say that you've you've had people coming there to film things, so you can there's um I, well we definitely plan on filming some things there uh because it's a wonderful uh, studio to actually we you know film uh video or um you know put in a set um we're gonna do live podcast shows there uh, featuring these people and those will be some of the things that we can put on Patreon you know with BB and all these people yeah. and uh, then have something of some food and have people really connect um. But I'm just, I'm looking forward to it. And I just really, again, I thank you from other people that I've been working with. And they're like, this is awesome that, you know, this space I, I would have never have known. Thank you for, for doing this. And um, Well, thanks for spreading the good word. Uh, we, it really we, takes, we you
1: know, everyone
0: to it make does. it work for everyone. It really does. And so you guys support this space because, you know, it's, um, this is how we make things happen. And uh, uh, Greg, thank you so much again for, for showing up. And um, Greg's going to be around. We're going to be doing, uh, you're going to. April twenty second, of course, but before that, we're going to be doing uh, an event called the Elixir, where we start and we highlight podcast guests and some of the people who are doing different events at Whole Foods and uh, the Pearl in Portland, Oregon. And so we're going to be having some drinks, um, some some food, um, and you get to chat a little bit to people and uh, other people are going to connect. It's a, a nice networking event, so you guys come check that out. That is March thirtieth. Uh, you can come to the sites and on uh, what and look at that too anything else great uh, before because March will be here and then you know we'll do, do another one but uh,
1: yeah um, no I think we covered a lot of good stuff good.
0: yeah all right I think we did too all right so good to see you and um, until I see you very soon next week um, have a wonderful rest of the weekend you too thanks for showing up everybody you've been listening to the Open Door podcast series the Open Door is part of the cocoon the creative action centers of online open source networks. Tune in weekly, where we share ideas on consciousness, health, and creativity. Together, we are taking action where the 99% transform into 100%.